Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that everybody is doing very well. Amen. Okay, are you ready for the word of God? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God has been so good and he is giving us the opportunity for us to come to this house, to the house of the Lord. I'll like to share from Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 9 to 11. And the title is Beautiful in His Time. Maybe we have heard about singing about that song, Beautiful in God's Time, in His Time, that He will make everything beautiful. And yes, the Bible teaches us that we need to wait a little bit longer. We need to have more patience, just like the word says in Galatians chapter 5. Okay, I will read for you from the Bible, Ecclesiastes 3, 9 to 11. Verse 9. Let us stand up together and we'll read these few verses. Chapter 3, verse 9 to 11. Verse 9, 1, 2, 3. What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you. And the Bible tells us about the work of God for everybody, everybody that He has created. In this life, the Bible teaches us that there are seasons of life. There will be seasons of life continually until Jesus comes again, of course. But before that, we will have things happening repeatedly. In verse 9, the Bible tells us that what profit has the worker? What gain has the worker from his toil? When you grow up, when you are adult, we know that it's the time for us to start working. When the kids graduate from high school and entering college, after graduating from college, I still remember when I graduated from college, and they call it that graduation night. They say it's commencement. It's time for me, for Bible college students, to be sent out you know, in the field. And we know that when we are graduating from, from college, it's the time for us to start working. And God makes us to work when Adam and Eve fall into sin, he says that he says that Adam, starting from now on, you have to 
do with the ground. You have to start planting seeds because you have fallen into sin. Means that you have to labor hard so that you can get the fruits from what you sow. So that's the teaching of the Bible. And today, the Word of God says that what we gain as the worker from his toil. I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man. He makes us to be busy. He makes us to work continually. But, in verse 11, the word says that he has made everything beautiful in his time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I believe that God wants us to work. But again, he designed us differently with, from the rest of the creature. The rest of the creation that he made is different from us. God put spirit inside of us. In verse 11, the word says that he has made everything beautiful in its time. Because he has put eternity into man's heart. He put his spirit into our lives. Our life is not only body and our mind, but we have spirit. And we are created differently from the rest of the creation. Sometimes we like to keep dogs in our house. And when I was in the college, I worked sometimes as a dog keeper. There is a family who like to have me to take care of their dogs. And the owner tell me that, you know, Daniel, you need to feed this dog at 12 o'clock for lunch and 6 p.m. for dinner. And I thought that, oh, how can this dog where can be so smart that he can know about 12 o'clock is for lunch or 6 p.m. for dinner. So the owner left. He, he was in holiday. So I was in the house. It was a nice house. No? Empty, only with the dog. And the dog was very quiet until lunchtime, about 12 o'clock. I told myself, like, okay, I did not feel like feeding this, this dog at 12 o'clock. I may want to see, does he really know reading the clock? Just like the owner tells me, and five minutes pass. And that dog, you know what did he do? He started barking at me. Seems that he can read the clock, you know? At 12 o'clock, he knows that it's the time for him to get food. And then 
that, yeah, I just realized that I should have met him, you know, at, at 12 o'clock sharp. And he, he did it, he did that again at 6 p.m. when I believe that he can read the clock because the owner is very punctual, I believe. And we know that some creation, they are very smart, but it's so different from us because God has put eternity in our heart. He makes us so different. The Bible tells us that He makes us in His image. We can connect with Him. We have spirit. We can pray to Him. And He can talk to us. And we can listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are so unique. You are so specially made. And He put eternity in our lives. I was reading a book when I was a young Christian. They give me a book. The title is The Son of Sacrifice by Don Richardson. And in the front page, he put this verse, Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11. They God put eternity in our life. So I continue reading this, the first few pages, and then he, he, he tells us about the story that he is a missionary. He went to Irian Jaya, Papua. He was serving among the tribal people. Okay, how many of you have been to Irian Jaya? None, okay. Maybe next time we can go there. We have some ministry over there. Our church has some ministry in Papua. But this old book tells us about how this servant of God ministering in Papua. He was living among the tribal people and he noticed something interesting. He tried to share the gospel and he could not find the way. No, we, we know some difficulties that missionary face. Language barrier, culture shock, and so forth. But this servant of God, he was very faithful. And finally, he found a way to share the gospel. And he quote this verse, God made eternity inside of human's heart. There is a spirit longing to worship higher being, more powerful being outside of him and that book says that those tribal people there are many groups and it's every group they like to fight one another and there are times when they do not want to have war with other tribe. So they need to give one of their son to be given to the other group. I believe that, that, that kids, you know, need to be raised up. By, yeah, but it was adopted, something like that. And that incident really giving opportunity 
speaking to this servant of the Lord, heart. And he said that, oh, this incident just like Jesus, the Son of God, become our sacrifice in order to appease the wrath of God. He has to come to this world, become human, just like us, because we are same human, so he can atone us, become our redemption. He took our place of punishment. The wrath of God was upon him, upon Jesus. So, I think that's the, the start for John Richardson to share the gospel. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. It reminds me about the story that Paul, Apostle Paul, when he was in Greece, Athens. There was one time he was in Athens and he tried to share the gospel. Paul find out that those people in Athens like to worship gods, deities. And one of their gods, because there are so many, and they just give sacrifice to the unknown gods. When Paul know about it, and he start conversation. You know, the people in Athens, you are so religious. You are very spiritual. And you say that there is God who you do not know. And here, I like to share with you about Jesus. He is the God that you do not know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory. I like to share from Okay, yeah, you can search for it somewhere in the book of Acts, where Paul was in Greece, and he was sharing the gospel to the people over there. And today, God put spirit inside of you and inside of me, and he teaches us, he tells us that there will be eternity after this life, there will be next life, after life. After we finish on this earth, we need to con need continue our, with our life. The Bible teaches us that where are we going after death, brothers and sisters? It is so essential that we need to prepare where are we going after this life? Not about when we are going to die or how are we going to die, but how we prepare for the next life. Praise the Lord. I like to share from John chapter 11. Next slide, please. 
Let us see the glory of the Lord. Let us seek God's glory. When He came to this world, He teaches us about His kingdom. When we believe in Jesus Christ, He gave us His own life. When we believe in Him, He gave us His own life. He speaks to us and He gave us His glory. Let us see from John 11:38. Then Jesus deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an order. But he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Hallelujah. Jesus tells us that if we believe, what is going to happen? We will see the glory of God. Amen? When you believe, maybe tell your neighbor, when you believe, you will see the glory of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. That is a story about Lazarus dead for four days. Humanly speaking, it's impossible for a dead people to be alive again. But Jesus says to the disciples, there is nothing impossible with God. If you believe, you will see His glory. And it's true. Jesus later tell Lazarus to come out from the grave. And he was bound with all those things, you know. And I believe that he cannot walk like this, but he has to jump. But that happened. Lazarus was coming out from the tomb. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God teaching us about eternal life. When we follow Him, when we believe in Him, He promised us that He will give us eternal life. Brothers and sisters, let us be faithful to the Word of God. I like to read from Psalm 119. Verse 12. Verse 11. Psalm 119. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. And this is become a song. And we used to singing this song in Sunday school. Your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. That I may not sin, that I may not sin. Your word have I hid in my heart. Let us keep the word of God in my, 
in our hearts. We keep it. We grab it. We take it. The word of the Lord. We just learn today. If you believe, you will see His glory. Amen. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. There are so many testimonies. There are so many stories about God's goodness. And when we believe, we will see His glory. And we also need to know that we are to keep the Word of God in our hearts. Sometimes people keep heart pains in their lives. Sometimes people keep disappointments in their lives. I believe that you know. Some people who like to, let's say, holding grudge. Hallelujah. But the Bible tells us that we are to keep the word of the Lord in our hearts so that we are not sinned against Him. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. I like to continue with this. So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up His eyes and said, Father, I thank You that You have heard me. I knew that You always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around. Praise the Lord. Later, Jesus tell Lazarus, who was dead for four days, Humanly speaking, it's impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. Everything is possible with God. With us, there are many things is impossible, right? But with God, is nothing is impossible. Nothing is too difficult for Him. There is a song about that. Nothing's too difficult for Him. Oh, nothing's too difficult for Him. Mighty God, we serve. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Maybe we come today with difficulties, with sorrows, with problems. Maybe we come today with sickness. The Bible tells us His name is Jehovah Jireh. The God who provides. When the Israelites in the Old Testament, they came out from the land of Egypt. They did not bring much, but God give provision for them day by them, day by day. And it's so extraordinary that the bread coming from the sky every morning in front of their tents. So when they got up in the morning, they found, oh, there are so many dew, and these dew are eatable. They are bread. They are coming from the heaven, brothers and sisters. And that happens for 40 years. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that their shoes are not broken for those 40 years. Their clothes are not fading away. It's just still the same for 40 years. Can you believe it? Yeah, just like that. First test. Okay. Brothers and sisters, keep believing 
the Lord. We will see His glory. He is going to give you provision. He will help you. He will bless you. He will heal you. And the next one, I like to share from. Next slide, please. About the precious blood of Jesus. When we believe in Jesus, when we believe that He is our Savior, He is our Master, the Bible tells us that we are cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are cleansed with the precious blood of the Lamb. Jesus become our sacrifice. What does it mean? It means that you are more than conquerors. You are more than victorious people, the Bible says in Romans. You are more than conquerors. You are more than victorious people. Deuteronomy 28:13 says that you are the head, not the tail. You will be above all and not be beneath. Hallelujah. The Bible never tells us that we are loser, but the Bible tells us that we are bought with precious blood of Jesus Christ. The holy blood of Jesus cleanses us. Whatever we did in the past, Jesus forgive us. We just like the west from the east. That's how the Lord separate our transgression and our lives. East and the West never meet together. That's how the Lord put away our transgression, our sin from our lives. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In First Peter one three. Blessed be the God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Hallelujah. I have a brother here. So he shared a testimony. He will he will sing in the choir later. Okay. Uh, Brother Yang Yang. Okay. He like to tells me that before he know Jesus Christ, he was a drug addict. He is not only a drug addict. He was a drug dealer. You no. Know? And he was in the jail a couple times until he found Jesus Christ. Jesus changed his life. Jesus gave him new hope, new life. His family is restored. His finances is restored. Is it true, Yang Yang? Where is he? Yes, he is there. He like to give testimony. And Jesus gave him a new life. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. He was a drug dealer, no. Sometimes I I feel like, oh, 
my friend was a drug dealer. Okay, but he is a new creation in Christ. God is good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I was a sinner, but Jesus found me and he saved me. He changed me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Bible tells us that blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he caused us to be born again. We are born again. And we have inheritance that is imperishable. We know that things on this earth is perishable. Sometimes if you buy stuff, it says that perishable. You know? This plastic is perishable in two years. That's it. But everything, all things on this earth is perishable. But God said that we are the heirs of God. We are receiving inheritance from Him. And that inheritance, those things are not perishable. Even it's not possible to, bought, to be bought with precious gold or silver. And He kept it in heaven for you. So when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, God is giving you so much heritage. When you believe in Jesus Christ, He's not telling you, okay, you don't lie. You have to be holy. First Peter chapter 1. But He is also reserving for you so much inheritance. That means that when you live these lives, sometimes things can happen. Bad things can happen. But the Bible tells us that it's okay. There is a testimony of a guy who lives like 100 years ago, about 200 years ago. His name was Horatorio Spafford. You can check later on. And he lived in New York. He was a lawyer. He was successful until one day his son, his wife, and I believe two of his children sailing to Europe. And during those journey, the ship was wrecked. And the wife cannot save the children. And two of their children was gone, you know, in the ocean. And Horatorio Spafford was a good Christian. And the wife texted him. And he said that only me was safe. So he was very sad when he received that news. And then he remembered the word of the Lord. The word of God encouraged him, restoring him. And the word of the Lord comforting him. So he was much better and he liked to give thanks to the Lord and he wrote a song it is well with my soul when things are not doing very well but you have told me to say it is well with my soul hallelujah praise the Lord brothers and sisters so please remember that you are bought with a precious blood the devil cannot get you when you have the 
precious blood of Jesus Christ. Remember, the devil cannot get you. The devil, the enemy, cannot get us because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let us stand up and I like to close this afternoon with singing that song in the potter's hands.